0: Go ahead. Okay. Yeah,
1: let, let me pop this up and then we'll do it. because I've read we it. take this a couple more seconds.
0: <laughs> what did Logan have to say?
2: I'm um, single. Yeah. Feeling the social need and pressure to have someone significant in your life. Couple trust expectations and jealousy. What a lot of people deal well, with. That's a good one to talk about. It'd be nice to have someone actually
3: Everybody.
1: live. Okay, you ready, guys? You ready for so sure. this? Okay, ready for oh, this? That? That's good. On Twitter, you could have flipped around, though. I flipped all the other ones around, but whatever. Oh, okay. I'll well, agree with them. Is that live? Yep. Uh, um, Low network connection. You can still record video, just not live. Just hit record. Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, yes. Hold on. Yeah. Here, yeah, finish. Cause I hit it after you said hit it. <laughs> what is this? What is this? I don't know. that now. Uh, low network connection. You can still record video, just That's not cool. live. You Uh huh. From the top. All right. Let's try the Wi-Fi connection. In the oh, it wasn't on Wi-Fi? No, because I pay for a high-speed one. So I normally not a problem. So I don't tax the system here, I think. I can't
2: see your Facebook on here.
1: Right. You should delete that, though. That's the point. we going to, have to live now. Okay. Is there anything saved in the base? I think David's going to manage the
3: Facebook aspect. Okay.
2: Because that one did go live since now on all of our pages.
1: I hope
3: the next one does. I know. <laughs> I have to retag a little bit. Oh. And someday we're going to look back and be like, we did those first couple of shows. Yeah. We <laughs> didn't start on time and then we had these little blurbs
1: about nonsense. Yeah. Okay. This one won't uh, flip right Okay. Just put it down. Okay. it. Uh, ready? We had up? Yes. But I wanted this one to have all the tags and everything. I'll still uh, do the same kind of introduction I did last week. Okay. Great. Right? Yep. Cool. Thank you for listening and watching the new show, Mastermind in Your Pocket, where we have experts from around the world or Utah right now that come on the show and we share our expertise with you. Today, we're talking about dating, relationships, and single life. And I was wondering, why did I decide to do the show? (laughs) Uh, But first, let me introduce everyone to you. Elizabeth?
3: Hi, I'm Elizabeth Serby. I'm a certified sign language interpreter, a proud mom. And um, yeah,
0: My name is Steve I am a certified life coach, and I coach in the areas of intimate, intimacy, relationships, and uh, career.
2: And I'm McCall. I'm a master nutritionist, um, so I have a kind of the health spin of the group. Um, and I also do a very deep form of emotional healing and trauma processing work, helping you become free of your past and create what you really want in your life.
1: And I'm Adam Cajdean, your host, the host of the Alta Perform show, Passion Living with Adam. And uh, we also do marketing, consultation, implementation, and uh, great for startups and mid-level companies. And we also do health coaching. So part of what we say is your vehicle is you, and it's the most important thing, so you got to take care of it. Um, So we're talking about dating, relationships, and single life. Uh, some of the things that come up with it. Uh, why did you guys bring this up? <laughs> why Why are we talking about this today? It was you two, I think. Don't uh, blame
3: that. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I don't know, Adam. I think there's
2: something
3: running in the background for you. Yeah. I think you're the one who brought it up. Maybe I I
1: as I a complaint. A complaint? Mm hmm. And I was
3: like, mm-hmm. perfect. Lots of people deal with that complaint. Let's talk about
1: that. It is pretty
0: common. Yeah. It's either money or relationships. So. Um, but maybe we should talk about the phone number, right. call-in.
1: It is. If you have questions or comments, call in 713-955-0531. Uh, our producer, David, today will put it in the uh, comment section. That's seven one three nine five five zero five three one. 713-955-0531.
2: We'd love to hear from you guys. You can also, um, since we're live on Facebook, um, definitely message us in the comments. We're going to be looking at that, and we really want to help you guys with what you're dealing with in your life. Um, yeah, where do you want to get started?
3: So a good place to start is, what are you looking for? You know, um, whether you're married, single, um, in a divorce, or you're looking for a
2: better relationship with your children or anybody else in your life,
3: what are you looking for? Where's the problem? What's not
2: working? I think that's really great, too, because a lot of us just say, well, we know something's missing, like, you know, a partner. We know something's missing, like, well, we fight all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. or we know something's missing. I go on a bunch of dates, but they never turn into anything. But um, a lot of...
1: You go on a bunch of dates? (laughs)
2: Can you go
1: on <laughs> I, um, I don't go on dates. <laughs> um,
2: keeper. No, I'm just kidding. Um,
1: They're married. That's why we're married. Stroke, yeah. So
2: I we'll want go. him to take me on more dates now. Um, so maybe we should start right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> or, well, identifying what you're actually wanting is something that I've actually seen time and time again. People aren't clear on like what. Type of man or woman do you want? What do you want your life to look like? Where do you want to live? What do you want your finances so to look
0: like? In coaching, I typically start with I typically start with my clients with what's common for all of us. And uh, you brushed on the subject of um, what is um, what is it that you want to fulfill, and why would you have a partner? And for most of us, mm. it's to fulfill uh, part of us that's lonely. Um, which is at the core of it. Um, and then from there, you can build upon what you're like really committed to what you want to do with your life. I mean, if you are a person who wants to travel, you're going to spend your entire life traveling. Um, and you find a relationship with somebody who's really committed to being stable and wants to create a family, then there's some, uh, there's inevitably going to be compatibility issues. So getting to the, the, um, like the foundation of what you want to create for your life um, is where I start with coaching inside of relationships because fundamentally um, the want for intimacy and the need to fill uh, this gap we call loneliness is typically where we we begin Um, because it is kind of common. I think it's kind of, it's a, um, especially in a lot of the books that I've read, it's a very common human thing. So then it's like, what do you want? What, who's the person that's going to be compatible with you as you uh, fill that void of loneliness?
3: Okay. So I can speak to that. So I'm dealing with a divorce that's not complete and um, I'm lonely. And like I, I sometimes I'm in the space of like, I'll just be my best friend, you know, and then that's really powerful for me. But a lot of times I'm just lonely. (laughs) So I mean, how would you speak to me about that?
0: Well, being your own best friend and being, um, like fully, like uh, I guess, like like present to what you want for your life and what makes you happy is a great start. But if you actually listen to your like your language, you've already admitted that it's not enough.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly, you, you
0: do want somebody and you do want something um, to f- fulfill that loneliness for mm-hmm. you. So. um where I would go next is, is I would look at what you're committed to, like what type of lifestyle do you want to live? Because as you're trying to find somebody, you need to find somebody who's so, compatible
3: with Hold on, because I'm not like, looking to find somebody, right? Well, for me, that wouldn't work, because I'm not technically single. I mean, I'm not single in my world. You're in limbo. Right, right I would call it in limbo, exactly. Okay. So I'm lonely, so what can I do now, given that my values are, you know, that until I'm single, I'm not going to be looking for somebody.
0: Until you're completely single, you're not going to be looking for somebody. Right, like okay. legally single. Well, what would what would you do? If, I mean, all that there is to do then is to fill up uh, space and time with what you're going to do, right?
3: Well, I don't want my partner to be like my answer to happiness either. Like I want mm-hmm. to be happy in myself, and then I'll, you know, hopefully have. Okay. Like, well,
1: you, you, have a a lot, you have a lot more attitude this show than you did last show. I like it. <laughs> So okay. you're like, hey, well, well like the are like, right? Yeah. So, but what is your what
0: is your question? What are you gonna do in the meantime? Uh,
2: yeah, you know, well no can right? I speak to that. Sure. So did you hear what I
3: just said I did. yeah, you didn't hear what I said. What did you say? Okay, I said I'm lonely, but I don't want like my happiness to be dependent on well for now I'll be this and I'll be satisfied until I find someone and then can be happy. You, you I don't, want, want, to, to be about you don't want to be a band You
1: don't want to do a band aid
3: I don't want my fulfillment to be answered. Yeah, well, in right now you don't want to around. fill up
1: the time until you find someone. That, that's what I'm saying, that's a band-aid. Fill up your time, well, that's time true. until you
0: find
3: someone. Now, what did you hear?
0: What did I hear? Yeah. Well, when you uh, initially started, you said that I am my own source of happiness. So
3: Theoretically. Theoretically. Right, and I'm not right. being effective at
0: it. Okay, if you're not being effective at it, I would look at what it is that you're actually doing because there's actions that are consistent with what you're doing. But like, yeah, like there's actions. like you, what is it that you are doing like what or where is it that you're not your own source of happiness
2: okay and a place to look with that okay mm-hmm. um, I actually got this coaching when I was in a very similar situation as you and um, and somebody was like you know are you lonely and I'm like well yeah and they said well are you ever with people and you're still lonely well yeah actually Don't you think that's weird? I'm like, well, yeah, actually. (laughs) So they said, you know, you won't be lonely when you are fully self-expressed, when you're fully you, when you are living, acting, breathing, you know, on what you're committed to, what your gifts in life are, what brings you joy, like, you know, what are your passions? And, um, And I said, okay, that's great, but like, You know, what does that mean? (laughs) How do I do that, you know? And he just started asking me questions. Well, what do you love? Like, are you a musician? Are you a writer? Are you a composer? And they're things that I never allowed myself to be, but that I know are inside me and do bring me joy. Well, why aren't you composing music? Well, I don't know, you know, it's so Mm -hmm. confronting. But he said, you're robbing the world of the brilliance and the contribution that you are. And I promise you, you will not be lonely. when You are fully self-expressed. And I really took that on. And it's so true. I felt I more love. Oh, thank you. Um, I really focused on that. Like day in, day out, that's what I wanted because I wanted to be whole for myself, you know. And then I wanted to create a partnership, of course. Marriage and kids has always been something I want in my life. But I don't need it to fill a void. I wanted to create it from a place of me being powerful and being like, bam, this is who I am. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So, and what I discovered is when I just kind of let loose and went to like, what would it look like to be totally self-expressed and just explored that. And I got my sassy clothes out. And I, you know, (laughs) like all these things that I did. Okay. And I walked with my bounce. I was present to more love than I ever have been in my whole life. And I wasn't lonely being the only person, you know, in an airport surrounded by people I didn't know. I wasn't lonely anymore. So anyway, I don't know if that speaks to you, but self-expression for me was a huge coaching that made a difference in my life.
1: So I think a lot of what they're saying is a bunch of crap. <laughs> but there, there's truth in it. But what I what I've seen over the years is that people will coach you. They give you a lot of good advice. It sounds like a, a high-level coach is telling you that. And I you hear that mm-hmm. stuff all the time, but they tell you what I've been seeing because I've done a lot of personal growth and development programs. They tell you all this stuff, but they tell you like you're go- like I'm not saying the journey's over or anything, but you're they want, telling you to be wherever you are here be all the way over here not telling you what it's going to take mm-hmm. if it's going to take that mm-hmm. 10 15 years you're feeling pain and suffering now mm-hmm. so what I would say is accept that you're lonely mm-hmm. Accept that you want to be with someone and be with it and the the most How powerful place well the most, yeah, well the most powerful place I, I've gotten to is when I gave up on dating like I let it go. And it was through growth and a lot of the things that you're saying, but be okay that you're lonely. And it's like, okay, I'm lonely. Uh, I haven't met my match. Because I think I yeah. think the reason why that you're lonely, it's okay and it's natural. Mm-hmm. And we fight it because it's painful, but it's okay. Like we, we take antidepressants, high so we go do these coaching programs. We do all these things to, to stop suffering or being in pain, but maybe it's okay that you're in pain. And it's okay that you're lonely, and it's okay you want someone that fulfills you and fits you. And like mm-hmm. you two, I think that's where you found it. But mm-hmm. my experience is not and we everyone... And
2: still have to be intentional, because yeah, loneliness no, can I, happen I in that. a relationship yeah, just yeah. as
1: and, much. Yeah, I, I get that. But you... Want someone that meshes with you, and connects with you, and I think that's part of the what you're looking for. And it's okay, and you could be you could meet someone and not be lonely for a second and realize you don't mesh or there's a <laughs> void you're trying to fill. But that's something right. you're going to have to work on discovering. Doesn't confused. happen. Like
0: I'm that. a little confused because it sounds like everything you just said is everything we just said, but it's still a lot of crap.
1: <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm just confused.
3: Okay, so what I heard you saying um, is um, accept my loneliness. Stop resisting and fighting it. And right. Trying to fix it. Like, stop trying to fix it, which actually really speaks to me because it represents um, one thing I value is relationship, right? That's why I'm lonely. I want a relationship where I can be a partner, where I right, and be empowering someone and they can be there for me. And, um, yeah, and that's not there. So it's, that's good. Being lonely matches my values for me right now. Hmm. and that's what hmm. you're doing which is an
2: acknowledgement for you yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: that's
2: really great
1: yeah. Like, yeah, the, what, do, you, do you get that
0: deeper? oh no I, I got it from the beginning and I, I got that you brought out the acceptance part of it and um, what I really like about that from a coaching perspective is because it's real hmm. like it exists in reality right now hmm. and when you accept where you are it actually gives you um a place to be ambitious. Mm -hmm. Like, because we, uh, anytime you're like thinking or you're lamenting or or yearning about something, you're not really doing anything. Right. You have, you have no actions to take. And it's uh, from a coaching perspective, if you can't find a way to take action, you're not really doing anything. So I think that um, accepting the fact that you're lonely and Accepting the fact that you do want intimacy in your life, and it doesn't have to be right now, um, is a is a great place to say, okay, well, then what are you going to do? I mean, take you're going your to take actions that are consistent now with loneliness. Hmm? You're going to be I don't lonely.
3: I see that. It's not a, like, for example, for me. Okay, if I I I'm just picturing. I, let's say I just totally accept, like, you know what? I'm lonely. I didn't Mm -hmm. accept that. Then it's no longer like even a thing. It's like, then I go on to do the other things I want to do. It's like you're hungry. It's like you're hungry.
1: Exactly. I'm hungry. Now you might want to go eat. And right now you can't eat because you're on a diet or
0: something. But that we weren't going to put band-aids on. You still are not taking actions. Um, You're still not proactively going after what you want. Like you said, from point A to point B, um, and you don't have to go date, you don't have to go do things. But if, when I know that I'm lonely, even in a marriage, I know that there's actions I can take to, to get rid of my loneliness. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with communication. It has to do with a lot of different things. but So
1: maybe speak to that What yeah.
0: actions again can yeah. I
3: mean, be? It's, it's like um, encouraging the legal process to unfold. It's going to take its own time, but I, I, there are certain things I can do you know, to make that happen as quickly as possible. That's one thing. The other thing is um, spending time with friends that I can really be myself with. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
3: Perfect. Those are two that come to mind.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's, that, I mean, from, from my perspective, that's exactly what you would look for. I mean, you own the fact that you're lonely and you're going to go do things that are going to um, speed up the process. So that you are more accessible um, for dating or a relationship and you've opened up that you don't have to be lonely when you're social when and you can go find friends. So that's perfect. That, that right there is two actions is actually drawing you closer to what you want. And in the meantime, you can still be in pain. But it's pain it's like it's well, still I a yearning
1: once you accept it, you're not in so much pain but what i'm hearing is that you're looking for ways to fix it and i think the main thing i'm saying you don't have to fix it right Yep. i mean it, i used hunger as an analogy but that's probably an analogy It's not exactly what mm-hmm. what you're talking about well and but, i love
2: that because it means if we're trying to fix it it means that we won't be whole until right mm-hmm. we have something out here like a person or whatever Um, And a lot of people aren't, you know, we're coming from, we're committed to a relationship. But there are people who are single, do experience loneliness, and are not committed to being in a relationship right now. And so I think that's a whole other group. Like, you know, if we can find wholeness or passion or fill the loneliness void with or without being in a relationship like that, that's where I feel like the gold is. Like, so what is that? I like how you said communication.
1: Maybe you guys should talk about being in a relationship. What's it, what's it like? Mm-hmm. What are the things that you do to make it better or good? Like you talked about being lonely within a relationship. Because we, we are not talking about that because we're not in a relationship. So you guys tell us, what is it so like? So you
2: want a <laughs> handsome man, or... <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm kind of not, but okay. Um, Do you have
0: thoughts on that? Um, I think that the um, remembering being single and what it was like to be lonely is much less preferable to be in a relationship and be at odds with each other and feel lonely. I would much rather be in a relationship and in a fight than be single and alone. Um, but the loneliness that I experience inside of a relationships comes from um, not being the, like not being in communication or being in an argument where um, like I can't be uh, like what I'm saying is not being interpret- interpreted as what it means to me. Um, like that, you're that's being yeah, I'm not being like I'm, I'm common, not being heard. I'm
1: saying people say. I don't like. like yeah, like I'm
0: saying, I'm saying A, and you're hearing B, and it's coming back. So for me, that's when it comes to loneliness. That's where I feel like that's the only time I actually feel like I'm alone in a relationship, is because every other time, it's like we're working together like seamlessly until communication isn't. Uh, until there's like a like a, a mm-hmm. breakdown in communication. I think that's the only time I actually feel lonely in a relationship. And that is where we go.
2: We go to communication. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because we're like, is communication out? That's what we ask each other. Like, is there actually communication happening or something else, right? Like triggers and, you know, like you're hearing one thing, I'm saying something else. And what we notice is that when communication isn't actually happening, like clear communication, um, we both feel the same way so i'm over here like you're not hearing me he's over there you're not hearing me like we're actually Mm -hmm. experiencing the same thing and what's interesting is inside well in any relationship because i have a relationship with my mom right with Mm -hmm. the lady at the grocery store with my sister with my friend um really it's all the same and communication has been a huge tool to say okay let me stop and i want to hear what you're saying and we just focus on that and i'm like okay did are you saying this? Did I get it right? And we do that until the communication is actually heard and understood. And we may trade trade sides. Okay, great. I understand that. And here's what I'm saying. Did I did you understand me? And that's a great place. Like, you know, loneliness inside this relationship is actually the same as loneliness inside of my relationship with my mom. If her and I aren't able to communicate about something.
0: Um, But I think for, like, an intimate relationship, um, we have it really well because, um, like, when we were dating, uh, like, our lifestyles and, like, what we wanted for our life were so similar. So we don't have a lot of those things, like, get in the way of our relationship. It's mostly just, it's really uh, simple things, like, um, that just end up in communication, but it's, it's, like, you know, we have the same religion. We have the same uh, set of beliefs. Um, you know, we don't what, what, we don't what, fight about child care. So, like all of that stuff, like that you hear about relationships where people are at odds of it. Mm. We don't have that. It's actually really small things or um, like personality things. Like, you know, in relationships, uh, at some point in time, we're going to talk about it. But like um, a lot of Times in relationships, you have personality traits that don't mesh, Mm -hmm. especially when you're in an intimate relationship and you're getting to know each other really well. And then you start finding out that your wife is your mom kind of things (laughs) and that you're still triggered by, um, and you still get upset by the things that your mom did when your, when your wife doesn't. So you're always going to have those types of things that are going to, uh, throw things off, but. Um, I think we were lucky enough to, in our relationship, uh, to have enough of our lifestyle be compatible. that it. um, it, It's not that often that I actually do feel lonely. It's actually very rare.
2: Well, and it's not luck. Um, what we actually did when we came together, um, you could call it a number of things, but intentional dating or courtship, it was marriage-minded. So we both kind of got sick of the whole dating scene. We were, you know... One of us was afraid to date, and one of us was just like, I'm not, okay. (laughs) Confessions. We're not doing confessions Mm -hmm. here. We both kind of were afraid, in a sense, to date. But Heber was like.
0: I was apathetic about it. Yeah,
2: he was apathetic, and I'm like, I just don't want it. Like, all the work and all the wasted time and energy.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's where I was. So, I'm Mm -hmm. like,
2: I just don't even want to date. Now what? I'm never going to get to my. Spouse, because I have to go date first.
1: Cause you have to go through a maze. Correct? Yeah, right. so to a then...
2: yeah, Crap. totally, or worse. Why well, like just maze so now. hard? Yeah, well, there's traps in the maze too. <laughs> ah!
3: like,
1: oh,
3: it <laughs> They're like, up. why did
1: you ask me on a date and then not show up? <laughs> I know. <laughs> stuff like that. I, I mean, I, I'm speaking to the Facebook. Sure. I, there's no one specific, but I've had that experience. They're all asking me out, want to go for drinks, whatever, and they're like, they're like, what the hell? Yeah. Why, why can't you just tell me something like, yep. uh, f off, <laughs> uh, I don't feel good, you know, <laughs> anything? But they just disappear. I That's the most amazing, ridiculous thing I've ever seen about dating. Does that happen to you a lot? I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say. It happens happens enough when you're on the court. That's a landmark term. But when you're out there. You're playing the game. You're playing the game. Yeah. And uh, what I've discovered is, that, like I talked about, we have like a a landmark culture background. And what I've discovered is that when you are – uh, as social as I am or you're out there meeting people so much mm-hmm. you really deal with a lot of different personalities so you start having a wider scope mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yes it does happen it doesn't always happen but I think it's I think it's the world the way the world has become that's why things like that happen because it's a lot easier to just not be responsible. Mm-hmm. So and it's very simple, but it, they don't
0: be responsible. It keeps happening or you have a set of patterned results. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, sometimes, yeah.
0: But but you're aware of
1: it. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's out there. It's like the world is like this.
1: Yeah, I know where you're going with this. So he you you yeah. <laughs> to like, oh, so our so conversation they're they're disagree, <laughs> Well <laughs> Well, that's why I painted it the way I did. Yeah, it's yeah, great.
0: Okay, but it's happening to you. That's all I'm saying. It, okay. happens, it happens
1: to other people. And so how you could say there's agreement There's happening with other people, but, mm-hmm. but there's a point that that stuff just doesn't apply or work.
3: I thought you were going to say something that was going to make a difference for what's showing up for him. Did you
1: have anything
0: else? He knew, to so, say? He's giving yeah, me crap. So the, yeah, I know. the good thing about coaching is that I don't actually have to say
1: anything. At all, I, I just, just let it win. Or well, I just, let me get it.
2: But the audience doesn't know where you're, what you're speaking to, and mm-hmm. it it really does seem. I mean, he didn't. Adam, you didn't Sorry. blow this lady off. She blowed you off. Oh yeah, I didn't. That ask is somebody her out. else. That is yeah, out of out. control. Okay, do you want to go do this? Yeah, sure. So how do we Hello? get power <laughs> or like control over our dating life? When it seems like we have no control over other people. But
1: I'm really saying, like you're saying, seems. I'm saying this is how it is. It is right. how people it flank. is. People flake. People They don't want to be responsible. It happens a little bit with business, but more so with dating. I would say more so with women, which is like a a, a scary thing to like say. It's a, women, but it seems to me that they. I was ta- I've talked to women before, and they. Women will say to me, because I have a lot of good friends that are girls, and they'll say to me, oh, it's because they, they even if they're in that language, or mm-hmm. if they're not landmarking, it, but if they're in that language, they'll say, oh, they don't want to be accountable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just want to go to the next thing and have fun and let that go because it's socially acceptable. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. oh, I didn't want to go out with them. Let's just blow them off. So And, and it you... happens to girls, too, but it seems that it happens less to girls. Okay. Well,
3: since you're not a girl, why would you say that? I, did you do a survey? Why, mm. why do you say it happens less to women?
1: Because yeah? I talk. That's what I was saying. When you're out there enough and you talk to people, okay, uh, kind of they share. An they share. Yeah, like, I, I'm saying, hey, this is happening of... to me, okay. and they say, okay. they say, yeah, it happens to me, but not that often or whatever. Interesting. Right? Okay. But they're usually not out there asking or out there doing it because they're still. A bit of a traditional thing The men ask the woman But what I'm talking about is when the woman asks the man And then they still flake That's what's amazing to me So do you think that you would
0: have More success in your relationship If You were able to Like Quantify who those women Are that would do that Against the women who wouldn't do that
1: yeah, but I might get in trouble for it. But How, what usually, do you, what do you mean by that? Yeah, usually, the women that will do that are the ones that are really pretty. Hmm. And so, I don't know what it is, but I have a theory that power corrupts. Whatever the power is, it corrupts. Whether it's your uh, good intelligence and in your coaching or good looks or whatever, it doesn't always. Like, you can evolve past that, but. Power corrupts at any level. So well, when they has, have so much attention coming up, if power corrupts, go, what's not corruptible then?
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, that I
1: don't know. That's a whole other so conversation.
3: So the question that is, might be somewhere to look. is your theory empowering you to have satisfying dating relationships? And if not, let's look at it a different way. Like you have a theory, right? And that explains why this is happening. But
2: who cares? Because you want a different result, right? One thing that comes to mind, so that's...
1: Um, the empowering thing for me is like to just let it go. Okay. So that's why I shared that with mm-hmm. you. Got it. Okay. Just let well, it go. And then honestly, people have shown up. Like, hey,
3: what's they, up? Yep. We're
1: just chatting, whatever, because I've let it go. So I'm not really excited to go out on a date because I have that story. So, <laughs> Well, okay, you're talking to me, but there's a maze to go through. I don't even know. So what know. I'm getting from that is that... Maybe uh, give me a map first, then I'll come
0: is that you don't actually know how to intentionally date. Because if when you intentionally date, you're actually not reliable to produce the results you want. And when you're not intentionally dating and you're focusing on things that have nothing to do with relationships,
1: then whatever
0: shows up circumstantially tends to be better
1: results. I, I actually think, because you're saying it like that, what you shared, that you were, you guys were lucky. I think it's just luck. <laughs> okay. I think yeah, you intentionally dated and you have the same religion, right? Oh, can I ask a lot of what a lot religion of uh, Judaism. So you have the same religion and you guys intentionally dated because whatever but when you finally met. I do
0: want to point out that we came to that before because we actually don't have backgrounds in Judaism, so uh-huh. that actually wasn't a determining factor, oh, and cool. we weren't lucky.
2: So my parents actually were the first ones who introduced me to, I um, was homeschooled for a time and a lot of these families, you know, who have whatever you want to call it, more wholesome values or whatever, you know, we're not in the public school dating scene, casual dating, that type of thing. Um, They actually first introduced me to intentional dating. And um, what's really cool about it is it's marriage minded. So that allows me to actually put together my list of my
1: commitments my values my non-negotiables my needs Mm -hmm. my wants
2: and I really included everything on that list um you know what how do I want to raise the kids where do I want to live you know do I want to have access to like farming or gardening or like a natural environment I mean just whatever it was um and when we came together I mean we were great we were friends Mm -hmm. and that's awesome um You know, we liked each other as friends. Um, But when we actually came together, it was two weeks. We came together saying, is your list of what you want for your life and your commitments and your values and do you want a family? You know, all of this is that compatible with mine. Mm -hmm. Like, do I get to win in that scenario and does he get to win in that scenario?
0: And I use this all the time, but like in those first two weeks when we were dating intentionally... I gave her, like, I'm 33 years old right now. I was about 30, 31 when we started dating. And I gave her all of my garbage, all my baggage, as they say. You know, a lot of people don't want to come into a relationship with somebody and all their baggage and find out down the road because I was in a place of apathy. Can you school over this, this way? Yeah.
1: Because my bum is right on the road and I can't take it anymore. Thank you.
0: So, um, I don't actually, I don't feel like we were lucky. I feel like it was a lot of work and in the very beginning, it was like, um, if I actually want this to work, I'm going to have to put something at stake. So like I put everything out, I, we put all the cards out on the table. Mm -hmm. We looked at everything. So, um, and I
2: have intentionally dated before and, um, and what's cool about that are not, I'm not selling intentional dating, but it does speak to something, right? Because if I'm just going to a bar and picking up a guy or whatever, I mean, the chances are, that may be great. I know people that have amazing marriages mm. that way, but chances are the, there's not a commitment that's actually drawing us together or a relatedness that's like, hey, let's look at this, like building a life together. It's kind of like, hey, I like you. Let's get together. Let's go play and have a bunch of fun, and then maybe we'll have this serious conversation. Um, So when I actually, you know, talked to, uh, you know, the other gentleman that I intentionally dated, I'm like, it's nothing personal, but here's what I want for my life, and I don't see us being compatible in this, 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 in this area, Mm -hmm. and that's it.
0: So the comment about being lucky, everybody who is in a relationship that works feels like they're lucky, like I do. I mean, we were lucky, and I do feel lucky. I mean, if you consider
1: when I say lucky, I'm not discounting everything you said. Right. Mm-hmm. I but took just, everything you said, and I think I I think okay, luck. Okay. Because I, I there's an occasional relationship like so, yours, and it seems lucky. Well, so let's mm-hmm. like perfect. It, well, let's,
0: it's let's.
2: because it's definitely not ordinary for sure.
1: Well. I don't know.
0: I mean, if I look at it statistically and I'm going to go to a slot machine and I'm going to put something at stake by putting it in the slot machine and there's a certain amount of um, there's a percentage, right, that I'm going to hit and I'm going to get something, right? It's how many people are there on the planet? It's seven, I think seven billion. There's people. like seven billion people on the planet, a certain percentage. Of, I mean, we could narrow this down statistically to what your actual but, but results life
1: are. But life isn't a statistic. You don't go to a bar or a personal growth and development course or a networking group or online dating. But you actually didn't. You, but you don't, like, have the, that same thing. The statistics, what I'm trying to say is, like, the statistics might be this, but that statistic that you're looking for doesn't always fit into that box. Absolutely. There's a lot of variables going on. It. It's not a slot machine.
0: It's not a slot machine, and there are a lot of variables. But at the end of the day, it, you're still playing the odds. That's why they call it a game, the dating game. It's, it's still, like, how you're playing the game and what you're coming up with. So as I pointed out earlier, the way that you play the game is not reliable to produce the results that you want. Like, you suck at the dating game. Mm -hmm. When you don't play the dating game, your odds are better in your favor because of the way that you're playing. Mm -hmm. It's like sitting at a poker table, and you're like, I'm going to play this way at the poker table. And every time you play, you're just losing more and more and more and more money Mm -hmm. rather than just saying, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to take whatever card I get. And then you're like, bam, what the hell happened? I'm making so much money. So, I mean, that's actually, that's the communication I'm getting from you, is that I don't know how to play the dating game.
2: Effectively.
0: Effectively. So, I mean, that's actually just what I hear. And, I mean, if you consider that you're not going to date anymore, you're going to continue to do personal development, you're going to go about your life and do what you're going to do, and then all of a sudden, magically, somebody shows up in your space and you're all big hearts in your eyes and your jaws drops, you're like, lucky, Mm-hmm. right? But that's life. A lot of people go through life mm-hmm. and there's, you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to find somebody to fill that void and it doesn't matter when it comes to statistics, it's not going to matter how you do it. It's just that you know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say, yeah, give up. Give up on dating. Give up on everything. But when you give up and before you give up, be certain about what you actually want. Because when it shows up, and you're sitting in your apathy, and you're not wanting to date, and you're lamenting, and you're
1: not present to what you want. But I'm not doing all
0: that you're saying. I'm not saying you are, but it's not just about and you.
1: this is for the audience. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just be certain about what you want. Because, and you can even write it down. You get as specific as you want down that's, to the icon. I,
1: I got that. And that's like the, the all the coaching you ever get all the time. The same stuff. Write it down. Be intentional about it. whatnot. But let's change the subject. Okay. Actually, what well, I on. have a question. This, mm-hmm. I still have a subject, mm-hmm. which
3: is, holy moly. I mean, the way you described it is there's actually a way that works to date to get the relationship you want. So let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? You, you said get be clear on what you want and then what?
0: Yeah. Get clear on what you want. Like, what is it like if you have the ability to to make a choice in your life, like you're going to take route A or route B, like that's going to be really easy. But a lot of people don't think that they can actually like choose to have exactly what they want. So, I mean, you can be very specific in what you want.
3: Yeah, and and then determine then it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Let's say, you know, like McCall described, she got mm-hmm. really, really clear on what she wanted.
0: Yeah. So and I.
3: Right. Okay, great. And then
2: what? Like, how did our dating go?
1: You what Like, how You made a list, and then how did the what happened next? You made a list. Yeah, okay. So I have well. a list. Oh. Okay. All
0: right. Let's just go straight to the metaphor. I love trout, and I love a specific type of trout. So I'm going to go to the lake where the trout is. <laughs> where the trout? You <laughs> yeah, well, it it I'm is just saying, you figure out exactly what you want, and then you find where that group of people is, okay. and you go there. If, if it, Yeah, I mean, okay. if, if you want somebody, yeah, yeah if, you, if you want a really healthy relationship with somebody who's committed to marriage, I would go find a group of people they're committed to marriage. That are committed to marriage. Where is that? And family.
1: Where is that? Well, yeah, where, okay. is that? where is that? Okay. Inside of your group. I mean. Okay, so for
2: us, there's like a spiritual conversation. Yeah. There's like health and well-being. There's um. We actually met in Landmark, which is a personal development organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I would love. You know, that's a great. Most likely, if I'm meeting somebody there that has the same language and is committed to personal development, mm-hmm. which that is on my list. You know that that would. Be a good spot to start. Yeah, and a little bit what of
0: luck. If, you know. yeah. if, <laughs> if, if you want a really, really deep relationship, intimate relationship, and you're going to the bar every weekend and you know getting hammered and taking home whatever you get, that's actually what you're really committed to, mm-hmm. because that's what keeps showing up. Mm-hmm. That's that's how your life is going. But if you actually want a real relationship, there's a You have a story of morality. You have like something that you're committed to that works and you can call it a fantasy, but it's an ideal. Mm -hmm. And somebody in the world shares that ideal with you. Somebody does. And your effectiveness has to do with the atmosphere that you're putting yourself in or the environment that you're putting yourself in. You
3: go to the stream and it has to be the right time of year, right? <laughs> no. And then
0: you're going to be sifting through like, and, not
3: this
2: one, not this one.
3: And hold up. No, 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 no. no. It's, so it's a good point. You're statistically point. more likely
2: to get the right trout if you do that.
3: Yeah. So most, people
0: consider, use?
2: most people consider that dating is like a solo game. Right? Like it's me in this huge pond and it's up to me to go find whatever fish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about your good friends? What about your good family members? The what up? about the people? <laughs> Seriously, yes. Some of the best relationships that I know were hooked up by mutual friends that said, "Look, you know, you know you have a connection to anybody in the world. You're 6 degrees of separation. If I know somebody, who knows 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 somebody right? you have access to all 7 billion people on the planet. Yeah, I think that's a bunch and of crap. It, well, that's but it's little. been proven <laughs> statistically. Like it's proven statistically hold on, hold on. that sixth also, person,
1: that sixth person might not want to talk to you. I want to talk to President Obama. He might not want to talk that's to
2: okay. me. okay. So, but bring... Teamwork and get people like, do people know what to do? What I'm hearing for. is
3: also think outside the box, it's finding the right pond with the right Yeah. The right so, so the right
0: if, here's the other thing, too if I don't know how to fish, it's very, it's a really good idea to go to talk to somebody who knows how to fish. <laughs> I mean, are you, you like saying like, uh, I don't know
1: how to fish? I'm pretty certain <laughs> based off you the when results, I see, you don't know. <laughs> I say a bunch of crap. Yes. I am not meaning it personal. Oh, I yeah. know. But it sounds I, personal when you say it. Me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I say it's a bunch of crap. I'm not saying you're a bunch of crap. You can take I'm it. I'm right. saying that philosophy is a bunch of crap. Okay. And I, don't, I I think you're triggered when I say lucky. You seem triggered.
0: Um. Well, I'm looking at luck as a statistical average. Like, and is it a bad thing? I am like looking at it. Like, is it luck? And am I okay with it? I'm absolutely okay with the fact that um, there's probably a certain amount of um, randomness to our experience. That's that's
1: a good way to say it, too. Yeah,
0: and I'm totally, I mean, like, we met in, it was random. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I knew her way before she was a dating interest. So, yeah, I actually, I'm totally okay with it. there is going to be a certain amount of randomness. Maybe
1: that's a better way to
2: say it. I like that. And I just, what I don't want to be missing is when I hear people are like, oh, you're lucky, that no acknowledgement, right, for how we actually play the game. And I don't want people to think, I don't want other people to think that it's up to luck. Exactly. When I'm like, no, 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 like you actually can play this game and have it be effective. Most of the people in my life that I grew up with inside of the homeschooling network, a spiritual community, they lived this way.
1: Mm-hmm. And it
2: worked. They have extraordinary relationships. And they met inside of their church or they met inside of whatever, you know, mm-hmm. little niche thing, whatever they were into, you know, and they had their family's support and they had, you know.
1: Do you, So that's normal so, for where so, I'm from. A couple questions before.
2: Do we
0: have any audience participation?
1: Hmm. Okay. One That's of okay. us would tell you, yeah. Okay. We'd say something. Great. Um, so, because I've been keeping an eye on it too, because I have to watch. And I do videos. have several
2: posts and questions and things people are okay, doing. Okay, well let's, so, let's so, switch.
1: Have a let's switch questions. to that. I was just going to say. So you're getting divorced, and you're very open about it. Are you making any spiritual changes?
3: Um, so for like me. Like religion no okay, um, I have, like, a really personal relationship to my God, mm-hmm. and um, that's been critical in, you know, the quality of life that I have mm-hmm. has really arisen out of that. Um, so I don't want any changes except more closeness. So like, that's almost an – I mean, it's an extremely intimate relationship because, you know, I try to be really straight with him about where I'm at. And, you know, like, I have – I want to speak to it, like, clearly without, you know, excluding anyone who wouldn't. So I'm a Latter-day Saint, and I pray to God regularly. And sometimes I pray just in my own mind, right? I, I pray to
1: God, too. So Why? 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 Yeah, sometimes my prayers. <laughs> okay. do like
3: that. Oh, my gosh. So all I wanted my whole life was to, to, to you know, raise children and, and have a great marriage. In fact, I didn't even think about great. I just wanted my marriage to last forever because I thought that was great, right? <laughs> and so it's been a massive... Um, disappointment and kind of um, like uh, for me not to see that arising now. I actually want a great marriage, and to to not have, like have been effective in that has been like
1: why? Mm-hmm. So I
3: really I, I do pray like that at times. Um, it's more I'm less, less grieving now, but a lot as mm-hmm. this was like kind of developing, sure, and I was sure. like, wow, well, this marriage is not ever going to be you know mutually mm-hmm. respectful and healthy and. It's not going to be what I want to have in the world. It's not ever going to be that. So there's a lot of mourning in that space. Mm-hmm. I've been in that space with God um, for sure. And sometimes angry and sometimes, what the heck? Where are you? And you know, the whole thing. But what was the original question? Because I really feel like I'm like, boing, going you off Have you
1: change your spirituality at all? Are you heck still no. that it? It really
3: works. Yeah, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no.
1: So the question would be when you don't have that spiritual connection, uh, Religion, Which I don't. I'm spiritual, not religious. You don't have a, uh, that group to go to. There's different factions, mm-hmm. but sometimes you just don't fit into those groups. So what do you do if you're not spiritual or religious? And you, you guys mentioned the bars, but there's other places besides bars. Sure, I to go to. The library, but well even online. Well, say more <laughs> about
2: personal development <laughs> Say more about what it is. Um,
0: so I it's have not really like there's specific a group. answer
2: Okay, go ahead.
0: Whatever it is that you do, and you're doing it with other people, and you're probably going to do it your whole life. That's probably the best pool. It doesn't have to be religious. It doesn't have to be anything. Mm-hmm. It's like this is what I want to do with my life. If you're going to be a rock climber, you're going to be a spelunker. It's whatever it is that brings you passion. If you can share that with somebody Mm -hmm. like this conversation started with loneliness, right? Mm I'm, I feel less lonely when I do things with other people Mm -hmm. that we have in common because we're sharing something. Yeah. And the closer we can, the closer that we can get together in that, the less lonely I'm going to be. So it's, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to even look any way. It's what is it that you are committed to? Like, what is it that you
1: want to do? Mm-hmm. And who do you want to do it with? You had some uh, points. Um, and then let's plus it. Uh, people have questions, let's plus that. and We're getting close to our time. So.
2: Yep. OK. So, um, so what, what are the biggest problems with being single, dating, or relationships? Um, one person shared, well, in relationships, which could be with anybody, Communication in the midst of an argument or an up, when people are upset. Um, so do we want to focus on communication? That actually might be a great topic for next week, communication and business, health.
1: Oh, yeah, we forgot the last part of our uh, thing was how this all relates to uh, money and business. And how, we should do that. how single, married, and limbo and how it pertains to business and money.
0: I don't know where to start with that. How do you want to? I don't.
1: Well, I can tell you by experience. I I've, when I've been in a relationship and engaged, I none of this mattered anymore because I was focused mm. I was connected. I went home. I you know had all that, and it was. I can just. I'll just offer my experience. So I mean, it was steady. I didn't have to worry about it. Then it didn't work out. We broke up, and this is years ago, right? And then I started a year later or so. I was single, and I started grossing. I started making more than I ever have before. I started $50,000 a month regularly. So I don't know if I came to a place or it had nothing to do with it either, but I did notice I was more stable. But then I also had my huge growth period. So maybe what I've seen is that if you have someone or no one, because in that position, mm-hmm. someone that's like-minded with you mm-hmm. makes it would make a huge difference, right? Mm-hmm. Like her money blueprint. Uh, you know, if you've done any other coaching programs, money blueprint, her money uh, past. You know, whatever, how she viewed money. I think in a way, kind of held me back, mm-hmm. and I kept doing the work after she left, and then I just boot. So my experience is that to find someone that's like-minded with that.
2: Absolutely.
1: What do you guys think?
2: Well, I totally agree with that.
3: I mean, even you when
1: I was think, single. You guys seem like on the same page. When you guys talk, you guys seem like oh. you're right on the same page.
2: Um,
1: I
0: don't even think I need to be here then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but even when I was single, I was finding somebody to be in communication with, an accountability partner, somebody that I could just, You know, you get each other all revved up and excited and refreshed, and there's companionship there. It's like that can look any number of ways. For a long time, it was my sister-in-law, you know, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, life happens and turn into somebody else, you know. Um, So that's awesome. Like-mindedness is key. Mm -hmm.
1: And we've discovered, you know. know, we kind of talked about it before, but pertaining to money specifically.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I I think we have two different perspectives, like, coming into I was a bachelor. I don't think I was I was making tons of money and very responsible like, budgeting-wise. Mm-hmm. And she's way more grounded and I think that there's been, like, for me a huge learning curve, especially with like, taking on a family and being True. a family man, like um, like a major change for me. So added stability. Mm-hmm. Total mm-hmm. Added, added stability and focus, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and um a lot less selfishness <laughs> so because um that's how I spent my money it was just you know I had plenty of money it was what I want what I wanted when I wanted it and that's not the case when you have a family so I mean, there was definitely a big change there
3: I'm thinking of um in my marriage we were both extremely risk averse and that worked really really well and then I started to change and I became like Just kind of now, I mean, look, I'm on a show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm like way more willing to kind of step into the dark and do things that are not safe and kind of crazy. And that did not go well. So I can really see the like-minded conversation making a massive difference. I can see, you could look at it both ways. Like he might have felt like I was holding him back and I could definitely feel that way about him because we had different, like it was like a clashing value, Mm -hmm. you know, at that point.
1: What do you do when it? How long have you two been together? Almost two years. And how long were you married?
3: Uh, in March, it'll be 17 years.
1: So that's what I was gonna ask. Was it like? So two years, um, 17 years. Was it? Were you more similar before, and it changed?
3: Way more similar. I got married really young. I don't recommend that. <laughs> Not recommending that. So, anyways, but you know, just. I've kind of, I've developed a lot of different thinking as an adult, you know, especially after turning 30, a lot of different, just a lot of independence and, Mm -hmm. and that did not go well with the culture that we married agreeing to. It was kind of like, I was like, that agreement is no, I'm no longer going to go along with our, not our marital vows, but like the unspoken agreements about we think the same, there's one right way to do things, Mm -hmm. on and on and on. So that didn't work anymore, and I was like, I'm so sorry, but I just changed the agreement, and I'm not going back to that ever, you know, so it's kind of on me, I acknowledge that again, like, you know, I've changed, and sorry, that like, but that's, that's kind of, I'm setting a new boundary, that's just how it's going to go, mm-hmm. I get to be me. So, does that answer your question? I also feel like I'm kind of off
1: topic again. No, no, you're on topic, I just don't know what to say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I no don't say to that. Uh, it's unfortunate, but I get it. Yeah. That's what I mean is that people do change over time. Um, what else do you got there?
2: Um, let's see. So, did we want to talk about communication inside of upset? Inside of an argument?
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Um not
2: yeah.
0: you guys have that?
2: You want to that?
0: Uh, just don't do it.
2: That's what, argue? Or...
0: Yeah, just don't argue. <laughs> no,
3: that's actually really good.
2: Um, one of our coaches is basically like don't try to communicate when the other person is triggered. Like, that makes no sense. Like, come together when you can actually talk and, like, talk things out and get, you know, have effective communication. So, first of all, stopping it when there's not an effective communication and then giving yourself, you know, how much time do you need to get yourself sorted out? Do so you call your coach, call your mom, just, you know, get yourself sorted out, come back together and actually talk when there's space for that. That's made a big difference because I would always be like, well, why can't we just? So, why can't we just work it out? Well, I know there's peace on the other side, so let's just keep talking. And, you know, badger, 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 badger. Um,
1: <laughs> that's how you do so, it, Yes. Um,
2: so, uh, like, much better.
0: Leave me alone.
1: So, uh, yeah, I, getting.
0: I want space. And I actually yeah.
2: request that now. Like, nope, I actually get that, you know, I don't have not working. I actually get to honor myself in that way and honor him. So, we only communicate when there's space for that. And um, can I just see what I
3: hear when you say space for that is for me, it means I can hear anything you have to say right now without getting upset. That's when you say when there's Mm -hmm. space for that, I'm thinking for me on the court or in real
2: life, that means when I can like just hear anything you have to say. Yeah. And when you know how there's physical sensations you have when you're kind of like triggered or on edge, like, Mm -hmm. what are they going to say? You know, really being, having us be responsible and identify our own Triggers and signs of the triggers coming, whether I'm tired, frustrated, this just went on too long, I'm hungry, like whatever that is. Oh, I'm triggered. I usually get flushed. I never knew, noticed that, but I feel hot in my cheeks. Did you
1: take a picture? <laughs> oh,
2: gee, you're flushed. You, are doing it. <laughs> you know, actually being responsible with that and saying, Whoa, I've got some red lines. You, go you want to interrupt it. Like,
0: yeah. when you can develop the self control, like, you don't want to be in a fight. Like, we don't want to fight. If you can develop self-control to interrupt whatever's about to happen, the typhoon that's about to – or the volcano that's about to erupt. And then if you can interrupt, create distance and clarity. And for me, I need to go talk to somebody else. Mm. Like, that's that's what helps me. Mm -hmm. Um, If I just – if I continue to try to work it out with her, I just start boiling more and more and more and more and more. That's just – that's something I recognize in myself and trying to not be myself doesn't work. Um, And then like she was saying, there's probably two different things that that you can, where you can look for people who are dealing with that in their relationship because I think it's really important because it can cause a lot of damage is that typically that something that's past based, like for me, I have a lot of triggers because of the way that I was raised Mm -hmm. Um, in the household, my relationship
1: with my mom and my dad.
0: And then there's also, um, other triggers, like she was talking about, which has to do with your like your health and well-being, like having a conversation with me, um, you might just want to give me a Snickers first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If if I'm having a little blood sugar or something, it's a reality. And yeah, true. when we're in a relationship, we just expect that yeah, this person, this is you know, this is my lover and my friend and my partner, and I can say whatever I want to them at any point in time, and everything's going to be fine. It's just not a reality. Mm-hmm. You can, you have to be conscious of it, yeah. and you got to be willing to. Uh, be compassionate and reasonable all the time because it doesn't take much when you're in an intimate relationship for to engulf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, totally.
1: Great. That's all the time we're really, uh, That's
0: really great.
1: Anything that you need to say important?
2: No. Someone to sure? Um, no. I think we're good. Maybe next week we can delve more into communication and business and relationships and help
1: us. Really yeah. Great. What do we want to talk about next week? Communications? Yep. Communication business. How to actually make communication work. Hmm. That, that would be something. interesting too. Cool. Thank, thank you guys for listening and watching the Mastermind in Your Pocket, where we have experts share with you their point of views, opinions, and advice. And who's on the show? We have to questions. Oh, we have questions? No, we answer your questions. Oh, we answer your questions, too. <laughs> we answer your questions, so please call in sometime uh, in the future if you'd like to know. It's 713-955-0531, or you can comment here on Facebook, and we'll answer your questions. And just to close up, uh, our hosts are Elizabeth.
3: Elizabeth Masturvy. You can reach me at Elizabeth, the Interpreter at gmail.com.
1: I was going to ask you a question. Could you sign the show?
3: Yes.
1: (gasps) Maybe we should do that. You need an interpreter to voice for me. I'm not
3: going to voice and sign at the same time. It's like speaking English and Spanish at the same time. Uh, I obviously
1: don't know enough about signing Sign
3: for doesn't work.
1: We'll talk about that later. Uh, Heber?
0: Heber LeBaron. Uh, You can reach me on, I think the best way for this is uh, through Facebook. Just uh, private message me.
1: Great. And what do you do? Just in case. Uh, sometimes coach, people don't see the whole thing.
0: I coach in uh, relationships, intimacy, and in careers.
1: Great. And, and it, he has a successful relationship.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm a credible source. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly, exactly
2: what say. Um, McCall, the best way to reach me is by email, info at integritywellness.org. And I'm a functional nutritionist. I can solve your complex mysterious symptoms for good. And also help you... Um, healed from anything emotional or traumatic from your past.
1: Great. I'm Adam Tajadine, host of the All to Perform show and Passion Living with Adam, and we do marketing, consulting, implementation for you. So you can contact me here on Messenger or anything. Google my name, Adam Tagedine. You can spell it, and you'll find me. See you later. Thanks. 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 i watch for our next show next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. 10 o'clock. See you later.